It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Know-it-alls are less informed about the world than their peers. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. And it's brought to you by the Barton Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Congratulations to Wendy, qualified for the trip. I will ask you boys a question to kick off the newscast and see if we are part of the big percent or the little percent. Okay. Do you remember your childhood phone number? Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, from the house we lived in from fourth grade to 10th grade. I remember that that number. I think that, that'll count. That's fair, that's yeah. The, that's the biggest chunk of your childhood, so yeah. why not? And Jay, you remember yours? Well, did yours have uh, letters in it too? Were you? Uh, they did. It it, they did do letters. Yeah, spring was the first three. Spring four six nine three. Yep. So weird that it had words. And yeah, then they just changed it after that. It was like right at the very beginning. It was also a party line. Okay, congratulations! Uh, all three of us remember our number, which puts us in the seventy six percent that say they still remember their childhood phone number. The problem is some of these people, I don't know what's, I don't know how you don't remember your childhood phone number. It seems weird. Like it would just. I would just imagine depending so, on age where, you know, we were of the age where you had to remember your phone number. Now, I don't know. Yeah. If I was a child now, there's no way I would know yeah. my parents' number. No. And you have no, because I don't think anybody has one, right? You don't memorize it. Yeah. But even their cell phone numbers, you oh, don't memorize, so you know. That, that is, it was something important They. I was reading about that the other day where they were saying that kids need to know their parents' phone number. Like, that's sure. something we need to make sure is a deal so in case of an emergency right. or whatever, the yep. kids know it. And so I was talking the other day to my granddaughter about phone numbers. Trying and to remember numbers. it, yeah. She has no idea, of course. Just she's fire a cell phone, three. Kevin. She's three. Yeah, she's ready. Yeah. I think she's ready for it. But it is. It is one of those things that it is kind of a lost art remembering the number for a younger generation, but something maybe they should do. Well, the home phone number is also a thing of the past. Today is National Telephone Day, by the way. Alexander Graham Bell, the man who invented it, thank you so much for making phones that are now pretty much non-existent, and we just text, and when you call people, they get mad. Thanks, but, AB, though. Jay, you do not have a... Do you still have your home phone? No. Mm-mm. You did get rid of it. Okay. Had it, it's been gone for In a very 2005, long time. In 2005, 91% of homes had a landline. The percentage, let's play Jane Kevin guesstimator. What is the current percentage of homes mm. that have a landline in the United States of America 32. as of 2022? 32. Jay's in at 30, 23. 23. Ooh, 23. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm going to have to do some math here. The correct answer is 27%. Slim is going oh. to win the guesstimator in a very close round. You guys were right there. Man, just by one. You just won out. by one. Congrats, man. Big win so, for do you. Do your parents have a No. Landline? No one I know has a landline anymore. Even my mom, I think, in Sprague, where I feel like it's required to have a landline. I think yeah. she got rid of hers. A couple years ago, when they went to Arizona for, the, they were like, "It's dumb to pay for this." Well, there's right. nobody here. I'm like, "Mom, it's dumb to pay for it anytime." When was the last time somebody you wanted to talk to called that number? That's a good question. I only wish I had a landline because I had the greatest number when I lived in Medical Lake. I had the two nine nine three 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 three, 
And I'm like, I only wish I would have held on to that because it's the best number to remember. I don't know what I would have done with it. Forward all my uh, cell phone calls to it or something. (laughs) Can you do that? I I don't think that's a thing. thing. Sorry. Uh, Not a thing. Okay. Well, we go from that to let's talk drug deals, shall we? Story number two. This is a bad one. Riverside County in Los Angeles, they are trying to catch a suspected drug trafficker. So they set up a deal where they're going to sell this guy 27 kilos of meth worth about thirty-five dollars to $40,000 on the street. Okay, They sell the drugs to this drug trafficker. Then they're going to arrest him. That's what they do. It's called a sting operation. Got I it. think we've all seen one on a movie. Yeah. Well, as they were doing their business, the guy they sold the drugs to got in his car and took off. <laughs> police say, this is a quote from the actual police department, the sergeant. Why would they let him get in his vehicle? I just don't know. It's all pretty embarrassing. The drug dealer then took off. They did a high pers- high-speed pursuit, but he got away. Uh, they say, obviously, we're embarrassed by this. And the worst part is we just, we personally put thirty-five to $40,000 oh, worth of drugs back onto the streets. Whoops. <laughs> that is going to be a meeting. That is not how you want to start Somebody's going to have to go over protocol. Yeah. So you let him get in the car. Why? <laughs> Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Come here, Skeeter. Kevin James. Not to mention it's all over your awesome shirt. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Hey, don't forget you get the app. The app is free in case you don't have it yet. Kevin, do you know how to get the app? Uh, I believe you could go to either like your Google Play or just the App Store. Is that it? Download it for free? Yeah, look at you go. Just search Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Dear Jay Kevin and Slim, I'm planning a surprise party for a friend's birthday. Now they've told me in the past they don't really like surprises. But I think they'll enjoy it. I'm just wondering if I should tell them beforehand. I want to make this a special day for them. I have a huge crush on this friend, too. I don't want to make him uncomfortable, but I think it'll be a fun party, and the surprise could really make him feel special and win me some points. What do you think the best way is to handle this? Thanks so much for the help. All right, 509-441-0999. That is to call or text. That's our studio line. I mean, that letter is just littered with I know this, but this, and I know that, but, but that. I mean, it just sounds like an extremely selfish reason to be giving a party because I feel like you're just giving the party for yourself. I could win me some points. Yeah, that, that I don't know. I don't, don't know. You, How are you going to save this one for me? Because I'm just looking at this going, that seems like maybe the most selfish reason to throw a party. Yeah, and you think you're doing something nice for that person, and, and you are ultimately, I guess, having a party. I mean, for are somebody they? Is, they said no, they are. I'm, I don't think they are. I, we have, I have the guys who are anti-surprise birthday in our okay. lives. Yeah, and you are not doing them a favor if you throw them a surprise birthday. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I, I'm like, you are, <laughs> you are, you are kicking, kicking the hornet's nest. 
Because it just makes so much attention on them, right? It becomes very uncomfortable for some people that don't like that surprise party concept. Well, just in general, if someone doesn't like something and you're trying to win them over, I don't Mm -hmm. care if it's a surprise birthday or whatever. If they don't like it, it's probably not the greatest yes. play to do that thing. Well, now, and they've expressed to you well, they don't like it. Like, well, yeah. I tell my wife knows I do not really care for museums. I don't want to go to museums. If she all of a sudden goes, "Hey, birthday party museum," museum. I'm like, "Yeah, you missed." <laughs> like, come on, babe, that is terrible. Also, just throw a party for him. Tell him about the party. I feel like that's going to earn you points if you're trying to get his attention. If you just say, "Hey, I want to throw a birthday party for you." Tell him about it. That's going to do a way better job of getting his attention than surprising him. Like, I've said I don't like surprises, and I would still enjoy a surprise birthday party. I don't like surprises like walking into work and there's a gorilla in the studio. Sure. That's not – I don't like bad surprises. I would enjoy a surprise party, but you really have to be smart on – what they told you they don't like. By the way, I just want you to know, I don't think Slim and I are planning a surprise party for you. So just, I know you, you made me feel like that is we a should huge do it. Setup. Yeah. That is a great setup. Uh, and now I'm not. I'm gonna, not. I love surprise parties. <laughs> and then you looked I, at I, me I, like, hmm. He's got one. Uh, I'm just saying, I guys, I love surprise I know, parties. You, this is what planning on your guys' part to <laughs> send in this fake letter to me. I was like, what and happened then there? Start talking about it. Yeah, come on, man. I don't really. I would think I would be a person to say I don't. I don't like surprises, but I also wouldn't be mad if I had a surprise party. I would think it was nice that somebody did that. But you better make sure this person is in that realm before you throw them. A party. I feel like she's trying to do the surprise party for a couple of reasons. She wants to, you know, get brownie points and then say for the next twenty years. Remember that party I threw? You? I threw you a party. Remember oh God, I threw you a party? I, I threw that big party. Remember that? I have a friend that did that with another friend and it was one of the most annoying things like for years remember that one time i threw you a party oh good night. like just waiting to get their party and i was like are you and it made the other friend for sure like i am never throwing her a party yeah let's not be friends anymore. <laughs> i'm like yeah that's that's it in general uh i think you just take the advice of everybody and don't do something someone told you they don't like. <laughs> you specifically have asked them if they like it, and then you, they say no, and you're like, well, I'm doing it anyway because we're friends, and I'm going to date you. What? Yeah. What, I don't know that? if in a long time. And it depends how they – I mean, maybe they just, I don't really like surprises. But if they are passionate about that, they, they don't want surprises. Slim, are your friends – had they had a bad experience with a surprise party, or they just don't I like I just don't the think concept? they like them. Okay. And especially guys – I'm not a huge surprise party guy myself. J.D., do you – was your one birthday party a surprise? Yeah. Yeah, my wife was, did a great job of it. Had my parents there and everything. Yeah, it was crazy. That was major. Yeah. She had your parents come in without you knowing. Yeah, people flying from all over the place. That was nuts. Yeah, she that was, did a great job. That was the part I remember about the party was when your parents walked in, you were like, are you, I can't say what you said, but you're like, are you kidding me? Also, how do you get a gorilla, Slim? Because I'd like to get one for the studio tomorrow. Oof. We get to our old friend, Curdy, Dalton's sister. She works with gorillas. So, so maybe can- I can message her and she can ship one up from Florida. <laughs> Jay, Kevin, and Slim okay. in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote no. Country. No? It's not the Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane.
Kevin James. You love it here. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. All right, well, a little entertainment news here. We know that Morgan Wallen canceled canceled the show over the weekend. He's now officially on doctor's rest, and he had to postpone three more shows this week. So those shows will be made up. He's already announced the dates to make it up, but he said nothing he can do about it. He wants to go on stage, but the doctor ordered vocal rest, so he had to reschedule more shows. In the meantime, he did get sued uh, for not canceling his show in time, which, of course... Yeah, that was it's a not little, a money grab at all. No, and that I get people being bummed. I don't get you suing. <laughs> like, Slim, you on. drive to Seattle, see Morgan Wall, and you see the first couple acts, and then he cancels the show, and you're staying in a hotel that night, and you drove over there. Are you suing him? No, I'm bummed. Yeah, I'm probably losing my, I'm probably losing a lot of my fandom mm-hmm. of him, but I'm not suing him. Kevin, you're not suing him? No, not suing him. It, it is weird to me that he waited so long. Like, I guess it's a little bit of that young and invincible thing, right? Well, I totally like, get I'm it. Gonna be able, I'm going to be able to get this done. I, will, I do not want to cancel the show. I'll be able to get it done. And then at the last minute, you're just like, I can't do it. Yeah. It stinks. That's a, that's a tough decision. Yeah, because you're trying to, you just want the show to go on, but you can't. So, yeah. you know what? I mean, again, l- lesson learned, and, and then apparently it'll probably cost him a million dollars. So. Super early into his career. I mean, his tour, right? Yeah. How many yeah. shows in are we? Not very not very many. Okay. Yeah, he's got a long so way to go. A month and a half of them. God, that just stinks where you're like, I don't want to start canceling shows. That is no good. And the majority of his shows so far have been overseas. So okay. this is like his first run back in the States after doing the big Nashville Debut album debut concert that was the largest ever turnout to Bridgestone Arena for like four days. Yeah, until that comedian Nate Barrow—he's really funny, and I don't know his name—but he he then set the new record at Bridgestone. So Morgan Wallen has to go back, I guess, and try to reset I, it. What's that? I don't understand how you can have attendance records in the same building. Like, doesn't it only hold so many people? Maybe with a comedian, it's easier because the stage there's is not much a yeah. setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, we have a stool, so he's able to get more people in there. It just seems like, how can you keep breaking a record? The building's only so big. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. the stage, though. Yeah, it's yeah. first person to have the smallest stage wins. First okay. person <laughs> to sell out with the smallest stage wins. Which usually isn't as exciting, but I guess with a comedian, it works. Yeah, Morgan Wallen also did something this week that ended a 32-year-long streak for Metallica. Morgan Wallen and his album, his new album, One Thing at a Time, went for its seventh week in a row at number one. So seven weeks in a row now, number one. And Metallica had a new album out. I'm sure you guys have been jamming out to 72 Seasons. Man, so good. So that was their first album since 1991 to not debut at number one because Morgan Wallen beat it. And Morgan Wallen was number one. They were number two. So a 32-year-old Metallica streak comes to a close because of Morgan Wallen. That's insane, by the way. It's wild. That is, that is so I mean, crazy. it's a great run for Metallica. No, right? that is Two, the nuttiest like, every stat time I've ever heard. Every time released an album, it's been number one, and now finally it doesn't. We aren't we aren't diehard Metallica fans in here, I don't think. No, I respect them. We, I always think what they're, they're, there's a few songs I like, and I've always thought that they were really... Uh, I just think this, they're so famous. Yeah, right. and they, right. they deserve the love, I feel like. 
Yeah, they just seem like I don't know anything about rock and roll music, really, but I just hear the words Metallica. I'm like, well, they're legendary. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally yeah. legendary. Yeah, they've crossed all and if formats. If you ever yeah. see interviews with them, they always seem like the coolest dudes. Like they just, okay. they don't really fit that rock star vibe, you know, where you're just like, whoa, you've lived a hard life. They just always seem like they're just musicians who love it. Uh, still two albums in the top five for Morgan. And by the way, 54 more concert dates through the end of the year. Oh, he added another 54? No, 54 is oh, how many has left. Oh, he still has 54 to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully good he Lord, gets... if he added 54 this that's year. That's what I thought, Jay. I was like, <laughs> good <laughs> Lord. This is exciting. <laughs> I so he's still got a lot of tour left. I mean, Carrie saying. Underwood added three, and it was like, oh, three more shows in Vegas. Woo! Uh, there's a new show out. The tattoo shows mm. were real popular, what, like 10 years ago, Slim? Is that yeah. kind of when they did the... I can't even remember the first one that just became such a big deal. The Cat Von. Yeah, what was Miami Inc.? No, she wasn't. She was LA Inc. Yeah, they just kind of took off where they became very popular. Then they did the shows where there was the competitions. And I think a lot of them are still on. Uh, 50 Cent has decided he is going to do a transformation tattoo TV show. The idea came from, he said, I had some friends who were former gang members. And other people who were involved in bat, like hate group type things that had tattoos and they wanted to get them changed because they had changed their lives. And they're like, this is terrible that I have this tattoo. And so he's like, well, let's transform it. And so they did and they made a video of it and they thought it was really cool. And then they decided, no, let's make a whole show called Redemption Inc. So it's people who have tattoos that are tattoos they do not want anymore for whatever reason. It'll be on Hulu. Uh, just another concept in the tattoo world. I love the tattoo shows, Kev. They're I good. I love them. Well, it's always weird, too. You'll see the tattoo, and you'll be like, there's no way they're going to be. It's this transformation thing's hard because it's you already have something that you now have to make into something else, and those artists are yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah, really, really good. I'm I'm in on, on I'm not in on just day one watching it, but I'm in on hearing about it and, real, and seeing if it's something that I need to watch. Right. It, I, I'm more into the... Less of a bad story ones. I think I just kind of like sticking to the L.A. inks, the, the New York inks, sure. or whatever other ones, where you just have someone come in and make a new tattoo. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to stick with those kind of things. But I like the concept quite a bit. Yeah, and I do think I I could maybe fall for the, you used to be in a gang, and you were a terrible guy, and now you've changed your life, and you want to change your tattoo. Like, there could be some cool stories there, for too. For sure. That, that you go, okay, that, that that's pretty cool. I Absolutely. Just, I just Googled it, Kevin. According to this survey, 75% of people regret at least one of their tattoos. I, I believe wow. it. 75%. Yeah, yeah. Holy smokes. I have to ask you guys, because it is the top trending thing on the internet right now, Harry Belafonte, a name I've heard before, passed away at the age of 96 this morning. Wow. 96 years old for Harry Belafonte, passed away this morning. I don't know who he is, besides that I've heard the name Harry Belafonte before. A singer? I think he's a singer. I say so that's, with a question yeah. mark? <laughs> so that's, no, Kev, it's, it said yeah. he is a pioneering singer actor civil rights activist okay but i don't know any of the singer actor stuff so how famous was this harry belafonte oh man uh i feel like he was very famous but it was so long ago that there's no way you would ever know it like because it was the 50s i think do you think there is a song of his that is just one of those classic boy you hear it at a 
at a get together or you know it's it's in movies a lot stuff like that. I'm just I'm trying to figure out. Okay, hang on. I, I think, you, say I think yes. you know is one him? for sure. Is this yes. him right here? Hang on. Let me see if this is. I think you know the one. Uh, let's see. Dead. Yep. He's the day old guy. You got it. The Bon Marche song. That's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what is it? The banana. What is this song? Monday's only at banana the Bon Marche. Boat. Banana boat. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. This yeah, is. Yeah, but you're right. It's forever. Telling me bananas. Didn't know that was a real thought song. Thought that was a kid's song. That's so, hilarious. Learning what year? new things every day. What that year? That's from the 1950s. Okay. All right. I believe the only other Harry, Harry Belafonte song that I know of, I think he does Limbo. Something with the limbo. Okay. Because I... I that looks that pretty looks, sure I have that in my computer. Okay, <laughs> all right, yeah. In case I ever need a limbo, a limbo ever breaks out at a party. For sure, uh, yeah. Jamaican parents, born in New York, so it makes sense that he's got some of those those the roots for that kind of that sound of music, the banana boat song. Banana boat yeah. song, yeah. Well, see, that's probably the only one. And at the, you're right that because of a commercial, not because you knew it was a song. Yeah, that's is that good or bad? I mean, again, it was you're way out of in your infamy. area. Yeah, you're going to live in infamy. Yes. I, I don't think I ever would have known that song ever if it wasn't for Sundays Only at the Bon Marche. That's fair because it's 30 years before you were born. But yes. at least, yeah, you're right. It does live on. <laughs> and then does it because the Bon Marche does not? If we get, yeah, it's a bummer, right? Yeah, it's the greatest. The one of the, great, one of the greatest hey, commercials. is gone. I'm questioning whether it was Sundays only. I think or it's one day only. One day only. <laughs> one day only. That's right. It's a one day Marche. only. Thank you, Kev. I want to let's see because then it could be any home. day. Then, yeah, that's that's my bad. Yeah. I never knew that song. Here we go. Here, here's a little bit of it. This Monday only, go to the Bon Marche for big, big savings for back to school and more. Like 30% on girls and Mrs. Denim jeans. 25% Pretty on good deal, actually. 30% off. These outfits are unreal. 1997. 20% on Levi's for men denim jeans and Dockers. So come on in and save their whole day. One day sale. Yeah. So they did do the day thing. I, I, that, so that's Monday only. Yeah. I wonder if it was always Monday, but I, for some reason, I thought it was Wednesday originally. There you go. That was, man, those were popular. Turns out you did know who he was. And geez Louise, the 90s outfits in these Bon Marche commercials. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. My gosh. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Hello, everyone. Kevin James. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the two beating both first <sighs> the jay and kevin show on the big 99.9 coyote country all right it's time to put on the black robe grab the gavel and judge away i gotta say first of all we, we need to make sure we're saying thank you for things guys i agree I judge this as guilty <laughs> of making my mouth water. <laughs> guilty mm. pleasure. Bam. Jerky Dan slash Tattoo Dan, mm-hmm. now Bagel Dan. Mm-hmm. Brought the bagels by, boys. Yeah, thank you, Dan. That was very generous. Do you have a request what you want him to change his name to next week? 
Or do you want to stick with <laughs> oh, bagels? I mean, hey, he biscuits and gravy, Dan, is coming <laughs> okay. in next week. It's... He was also donut Dan for a second. He was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, boy, I don't know how you haven't even tried one of those. <laughs> now, how many people does Dan think are working in here? Because, he, you know, you could just bring three bagels, Dan. That would be plenty. But he bought, like, a huge bag of bagels and then other pastries mm, as well. Yeah. He's well, spoiling know, he's a generous us, man. Yeah. yeah, my goodness. I Thank noticed you, something that's happening. Mm, man, I just really got it. I bit my tongue. Oh. And I, I don't, is this a getting older thing that I bite my lip and tongue more? Uh, it's an eating too fast thing. Usually it's because your life has stress, as in you're like, I got to hurry up and get this done to get this done. And then you eat oh. quicker and then oh. you are uh, reckless with your Dang. chewing. I can't, I can't go a week without biting through my lip. Side of my mouth, my tongue. I just it's a it's a danger zone in there right now. Usually, just means you need to take a deep breath and go. You know what? Me speeding up is not going to make things happen faster. <sighs> it's a great realization in your life when you come to that point, though. And it doesn't it doesn't uh, doesn't make the food taste any worse to slow down. No, no, and because you know, guess what? Blood mixed with your uh, bagel is. Ugh. We got one. Oh. It's not great. Oh. We got one sent in, but I'm going to bring you uh, a you be the judge from this weekend. Something we experienced on the golf course. Can you let me know if you think this is guilty or not guilty of being a bad person? Okay. We had, uh, there was a group of kids on the golf course on on Saturday. Can I get the age of the kids, please? They were probably early 20s. All right. The course was very wet, Jay. And so the rule was if you had a cart, keep it on the cart path. Cart path only, guys. These guys were cruising around trying to do slides in the fairways. I don't like it. Not great. It was a bad look. They you mean left. the thing we all did when we were in our 20s? I was uh-huh. going to say, yeah. yeah right. Uh, back to it's, you. They left an iron, iron, an iron or some kind of wedge or something on one of the holes by the green. And they were two ahead of us. Or no, how, how did that work? Because they were behind. They were, mm. they were behind us. And then there was another group behind there. And we got done with the round and these guys came up to us and asked if this was our wedge. Okay. Uh, was our iron or whatever it was. Did you guys and leave this on, on a hole back there? No. Nope. Well, knuckleheads were still hanging out, and the guy goes, well, then I know it's theirs. Okay. And he goes, I'm not I'm not giving it to them. He goes, I'm going to wait until I see them all leave, and then I'm going to take it to the clubhouse so that they can get a hold of them and they can come back here and this get it. This is his way of justice because this they were- This is his way of justice. Because they were act, acting out on the golf course. They were ripping up the course. I mean, yeah. they, were, they were riding the, the cart around- Digging up holes in the in the fairway because guess what it was super wet so these carts were sliding everywhere. The reason yeah. why they say don't put the carts on the course, so the guy hung on to it. They just hung out. They hung out at the on the patio, and we were kind of hanging out talking to him. And the guy was oh, like, "Yeah, I'm really not going to give them their clubs." The last guy left. He walked into the clubhouse. Goes, "Hey, someone lost this at the hole, whatever hole twelve. Right? Yeah, I don't know who it was. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I Do you mean, like it or not? I. Hmm. I think he's guilty of a little bit of jealousy of 20-year-olds. Because, like Jay said, when we were 20, we all probably did stupid stuff like that. Because it just seems fun, and you don't really care. Then when you get older, you realize, that's really immature. Like, don't be doing that. But there's still a part of you that wants to be able to slide around the golf course in the golf cart, right? Well, he... Guilty of jealousy, I Yeah, I mean, he didn't keep it, so that's... That's a good step. That's a good step. Yes. He still was uh, selectively a jerk for not returning it, but I do understand his motive, very creative, to not bring it back because he doesn't 100% know it's theirs. That is very true. That's a good point, Jay. He doesn't 100% know. He did not see them actually leave it. 
Now, if you actually see someone lay it down, walk off, you keep it, and then you do that, I guess you're probably guilty of being, what is it you want to know if he's guilty of? Being a good person. Being a good person. Because you're, are you being a good person by being good to the golf course that you like? Right. Are you being a good person by giving these guys back something that they lost, which they might not even I, remember that they lost? Right. Are oh, you guilty wow. or not guilty? I, I think you're guilty of not being a good person because you probably should have gone into the clubhouse and said, hey, this is a club. I think it's from these guys. By the way, they're tearing up the That's course That's the best way there. to do it, Kev. Yep. Because then that really shows your commitment to the golf course. Yeah. Probably should have just gone in there in the, at the beginning, but I'm I'm not 100% <laughs> against what he did. You know, it's like, hey, I'm going to get a little bit of justice for the course that I love. Yeah, it was kind of – it was. It was interesting. We, of course, immediately looked to our bags and we we're like, does he have any of our clubs? Right. Did we do the same we, thing? <laughs> this guy gonna... But you guys are busy playing golf cart. I mean, you're playing cart path golf the whole time, right? You like you stayed on the cart path. Yeah, we stayed on the cart path. So the if whole I time. have to do it, you have to do it. Yeah, totally. Yes. Slim, did you leave any of your clubs in, in like the, in the water lake? or anything didn't like th- you've done did in the past? Slam, didn't throw, didn't anything what? in a club because they're not mine. It's oh, well played. So though. they are job, my, they, yeah. they were my my buddy who we go with. They were his dads. And so there, there's a lot of sentimental value to those oh, clubs. Yeah, we I don't throw them. I think it's why they make Smart. me use those clubs because I have been given a loner pair of clubs Genius. right now, and my my dad and I like share a pair of clubs. It's very cute. Okay, and so <laughs> it's very cute. We really do because we don't golf, so it's just kind of a hey. I texted my dad before. I'm like, hey, I'm going golfing next week. Can I use the the communal clubs this week? He's like, yeah. I'll just let you know when I need them back. I'm so, willing to let you use my dad's clubs. We, yeah, see, they are. I still have my dad's clubs. So you? Again, good luck. Not, I mean, you're right. There's a lot of pressure on Jay, that. Jay, oh, yeah. when you're using someone oh. else's clubs, and, and it's not just if it was, oh, these are my brother's clubs or whatever. It's his dad who passed away. It's yes. his clubs. We aren't throwing those. No. So they no, know to no. give them to me. That's the smartest so thing smart. they do is, is on a that golf trip. So no, we can make sure Slim's not throwing clubs or slamming clubs or looking like a fool with them if we give him clubs to use that are very, very valuable. That is genius. Because if I had just taken the loaner clubs that my dad and I are sharing, I would have come back with four of the 12. And you now realize that it is possible. To not throw slam or boy, but it's whatever. hard, Jay. Would and you, when the course is wet like that, and you know you could just bury. I mean, you could just take an iron and bury it. <laughs> oh yeah, you could. That would be a that would be a fun one. So down to the maybe core. you covered it yesterday. What was your best? How many rounds of golf did you play? First of all, five rounds of golf. That's insane. Best score, worst score. Worst score one thirty seven. Okay. Best score one nineteen. All right. That, I mean, definitely could have thrown some clubs on the one thirty seven. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a bad one. That's a bad one. That's like every single time I had to hit over a creek, I hit into it three times before I got over it. It didn't matter where it was. If there was a creek, I hit into it three times. How many balls do you think you lost in five rounds? Okay, so we did the. This was something that I I didn't realize was being tracked. Oh, I love But then I found out it was being tracked. I love your friends for this. I I ended up positive. Oh, because my shots were so bad. I was in places looking for my ball that no human should go. And so I would lose my ball and come out with five. I was, I was up balls at the end of the trip, but I'd lost 100. That is funny. It was wild. I love that.